welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Righteousness Exalteth the Nation. In this week's message, Pastor DeMichael will instruct and encourage us with regards to the future of our country. We hope you will join us this week as we look at the biblical principles of doing our part for the country in which we live in, as well as equipping ourselves to help in any way we can to turn this country towards God. Now more than ever, America is in need of men, women, and children who will choose to do what is right instead of what is convenient. This week's message will be a great key in helping us to fulfill this important need. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. And so I want to go back to Proverbs 14, verse 34. Righteousness exalteth the nation. And we always think of getting a righteous president or a righteous Congress passing all kinds of great righteous laws, and I'm all for that. But absent that, absent that, could the verse also be suggesting that individuals, think about it now, folks, as few as 10, as few as 10, that's all the fingers I've got up here, folks. And by the way, there weren't that many. As few as 10 righteous individuals, not presidents, congressmen, laws passed, big tidal waves of conservatism or whatever. Just God said, if I can find 10 righteous people, I'll spare the whole place. I will delay my judgment. And by the way, that's all we can ask for. Because nations don't go into eternity, God must judge them in time. He must judge them in time. Our country will have to be judged for some of the things that it's doing. But is it possible that God might be looking at our country and looking for those 10? Now, again, I'm just using the number here, but I don't know what that number might be. And that's the in the trenches view of Proverbs 14, verse 34. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach unto any people. God was willing to spare Sodom and Gomorrah for 10 righteous. Uh, Turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, it is the embodiment of, the, of the, the title of this message. Verse 13, Jesus said, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. I wonder this morning if God isn't just looking for a remnant of salt, a remnant of salt in our country, that 10 that he was looking for in Sodom and Gomorrah. And if he can find that remnant of salt, because preserving is one of the things that salt does. That's why salt has always been so greatly valued throughout history. Now, we have a harder time appreciating this, and so let me try to give you a little bit of history. When we think of salt, we think of something very inexpensive. I mean, how many of you gals, when you're looking at your grocery list, 
look at the different, different things in your list, and you think, salt. oh, man, we're going to have to buy salt. That's, that's really going to put a dent in the budget. It's, it's pretty inexpensive, isn't it? And, and we take, you know, salt, we, we use it freely in, in, in uh, cooking, and, and we, we got table salt on the table, and it's abundant, and we don't really think a whole lot of it. But that's not always been the case through history. In fact, through history, it, it has been valued many times. Think of this now. It has been valued, and it was true during the days of Jesus when he talked about this in Matthew chapter 5. It has been valued and traded equal with the value of gold. It is a preserving agent. We have refrigerators now. We have freezers. We can keep our meat preserved in that manner because we have different technology now. But in those days, they didn't. And salt was a principal component for preserving food. That alone made it, made it extremely valuable. Uh, its, its value as a spice was, was great. And because mining methods were not the same. They couldn't get into the deep mines the way we can now. Uh, they, it was harder to come by, and so it was a much more scarce commodity. It preserves. Uh, during the time of the Lord Jesus Christ in the Roman Empire, a soldier's pay consisted partly of salt, which became known as the solarium argentum for which we derive the word salary. A soldier's salary was cut if he was not worth his salt. And uh, the phrase came into being because the Greeks and the Romans had often bought slaves with the price of salt. Uh, the system of roads that the Romans uh, con constructed during the Roman Empire, which is still considered uh, a marvel of its time, was principally roads that marked out the route of the salt trade. That's how valuable salt was. And so maybe that'll give us a, a little bit of context uh, this morning. Even the book of Leviticus, chapter 2, the Bible says, "...in every oblation of thy meat offering shalt thou season with salt. Neither shalt thou suffer the salt of the covenant of thy God to be lacking from thy meat offering." With all thine offerings, thou shalt offer salt. So, yes, he, he looks at our country and he sees the sin. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. He sees the moral decline. We have now codified homosexual marriage. Uh, we, we have a, a divorce rate that's, that's off the rails now. Adultery is rampant. Pornography is a leading industry in our country. The Bible says men shall become lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Uh, how, how's, how's the alcohol business doing? The alcohol business is doing great. But the Center for uh, Disease uh, Control and Prevention put out some statistics recently that deaths from heavy drinking have soared to their highest level in 35 years. And alcohol is now the second most lethal drug in the United States, trailing only tobacco is a leading killer of Americans. 
Last year, nearly 31,000 Americans died from alcohol-induced causes such as alcohol poisoning and cirrhosis, a 37% surge since 2002. The Washington Post reports that all told, alcohol killed more people in 2014 than prescription painkillers, heroin overdoses combined. Alcohol's death toll would be nearly three times as great. It would be 90,000 if the Center for Disease Controls included drunk driving-related deaths and other fatal instances that occurred under the influence of alcohol. Sin is a reproach to any people. We are in the process of legalizing marijuana because we did such a good job containing alcohol. And so, you know, we got to get the revenue from it. We can't leave that on the black market. we got to get that in our coffers. Well, it's costing us a lot more than the tax money that's being collected. Our national debt shows that we as a nation, collectively and individually, have an appetite for spending that's out of control. Sin is a reproach to any people. Murder as it was in the days of Noah, shall it also be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Violence, murder. You ever notice that the look these days is a look of fierce? You ever notice that? The Bible says in the last days men shall be fierce. And uh, murder, you know, uh, it's interesting. Chicago has now become the murder capital of the United States and uh, they have some of the strictest gun control laws anywhere in the country. And it goes on and on. How, how about a state-sponsored murder called abortion? And along with that, just a general spiritual apathy. And with that general spiritual apathy has come the rise of casual Christianity. Sin is a reproach to any people. But I want you to realize something this morning that he also sees the righteousness as well in our country. There are good churches across this land where Christ is worshipped in spirit and in truth. The Bible says the Father seeketh such to worship him. Where two or three are gathered together, he is there among them. Folks, two or three are gathered together in his name. He is there. His eyes are in that place. He's paying attention. The Bible says he inhabiteth the praises of his people. And so just as sin is a reproach to any people, righteousness exalteth a nation. Not just at the 30,000 foot view, but right on the ground and in the trenches where you and I live. You see, this morning God's just looking for those 10. He's looking for a reason to withhold his judgment from our nation. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Righteousness Exalteth a Nation, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. In this week's lesson, Pastor DeMichael has revealed some of the most essential ways in which we can contribute to the spiritual well-being of our country. No matter your political affiliation, we sometimes rely too heavily on and place our hope in politicians to turn America around economically, morally, and spiritually when it is in fact the collection of individuals who hold the keys to revival. The most important thing we can do for our country is go before the Almighty God with fervent prayer and righteous hearts, asking Him to extend His grace and mercy on our nation. We are also to pray for the leaders of our country 
and to do all we can on our part to ensure that this country grows in a way that is pleasing and glorifying to God. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tbbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.